What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Igus, and everybody, welcome back. I know it's been a long time, but the NFL season is back up and running, and we'll have some things to talk about the podcast and with the NFL Week 1. So, without further ado, let's get it. So yes, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Rookie Ball is officially returning today. Uh, The episode will be released, uh, what will be tomorrow on Thursday, because the NFL season is starting. So let's talk about a little bit the podcast and where I want it going. So obviously, yes, I did take a long time away. I missed the NBA Finals. I missed a lot of the MLB regular season. And that's just because... Those are two sports that are kind of hard to keep up uh, before they reach into the playoffs. Whereas the NFL is kind of a weekly thing. You have time, you have days before the first game starts. And so let's just clarify a few things uh, that I've never really thought about. So this is going to be primarily a football podcast. We're going to be talking week by week, our prediction for the winners. Uh, We're going to be talking about fantasy we're going to be talking about our playoff predictions which we'll get into today and so i want it to be primarily football we are going to include other sports the mlb playoffs are less than a month away so we will not be going into the regular season of the mlb but we are going to talk a lot about our playoff predictions once they roll around because it's a little easier to keep up with now we won't be going game by game like we do with the nfl but we'll have a little more time to analyze it. Same to go with the NBA. We'll be focusing on the beginning and the end. So every sport that you love and you want to hear about, let me know. But I do want to let the viewers and the listeners know of this podcast that outside of the NFL, I'm really going to be focusing on the big things with other sports. I'm not going to be analyzing the regular season. Now with the NFL, for you football fans, because I'm expecting this to be a huge year, viewer-wise, for the NFL, you're going to be getting content all the time. We're going to be releasing on Tuesdays and Fridays, so everybody let that be known. Tuesdays and Fridays are the days we'll be recording. But this episode is just so you guys know that I am here and I'm going to be making episodes for this upcoming season. So, tomorrow... Thursday will be the episode coming out the first episode and from then on out it'll be Tuesdays and Fridays so look out for them and I hope you guys are excited so without further ado let's get right into the NFL week one So there's a huge amount of storylines for this season of the NFL, the 103rd season of it. Will the Bengals go back to the playoffs? Will the Rams repeat as Super Bowl champions? Or will it be completely someone new? Will there are so many questions about teams and players on the teams. A lot of revenge games in week one that I can't wait to get into. And let's go ahead and jump right into it. So at the time this is released, this game will be a few hours away. And it is the first game of the NFL season in the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. A lot of people predicting this as their Super Bowl matchup. Not mine, 
uh, particularly. Neither of these teams are in my Super Bowl prediction, but obviously these are two big contenders for it this year, and it's going to be a great game. I am expecting a lot of points to go up. I am expecting Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford to go punch for punch with each other. Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cup, two great defenses going against each other as well. And a little bit of a, of a revenge game. Von Miller obviously decided to sign with the Bills, so he didn't get betrayed or anything. But he will be playing the Rams, who was his team last year, in hopes that he made the right choice. Uh, because the Rams could also get another ring this year, and that would be his third. But instead, he went to the Bills. He's trying to get Odell to come there. So a couple of Rams players could be heading to Buffalo. But going into my prediction for this game... I do have the Bills, uh, I do think the Rams will be on a little bit of a Super Bowl high, and that's not to push away, I think they still will be a great team this season, but this is a really hard first game, and a great first game in my opinion. But I do have the Bills, uh, I'm gonna stray away from doing score predictions because it's pretty pointless, uh, it's very hard to predict the score in an NFL game. But I do think it'll be a great and close game, but I do think the Bills will pull out on this one. Moving on to the slate of Sunday games, which I'm so excited for. We have the Eagles and the Lions. Now, I thought I was decently high on the Lions this year. I do think they'll be better than they were last season. But after reading some of the analyst uh, predictions on them for the season, I'm apparently really low on them. Uh, people are predicting them to be around 500, maybe a game or two over, second in the division, maybe third. I still think this is the worst team in the NFC North. Now, they do have a lot of upside that a couple of the teams in the NFC North do not. But Jared Goff is still their quarterback. Uh, Amal Ross St. Brown is still a sophomore this year, so I'm not expecting him to blow up. Obviously, a full season of DeAndre Swift would be much appreciated, which they did not get last year, and there's hopes that he will excel as the main back of this, uh, backbone of this offense. And obviously, some defensive pieces, they added Aiden Hutchinson this year as the second overall pick. So there will be a lot of questions around the Lions. Obviously, the same questions around the Eagles. Will Jalen Hurts be the guy this year? And they added a few pieces in A.J. Brown. So they could be better than we're expecting them to be. And I personally think they are the best team in their division, which is why I think they're going to beat the Detroit Lions in week one. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I think it will be a convincing win to tell us that the Eagles are the real deal this season. Next up, we got one of the most lopsided matchups, in my opinion, this week. And the San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears. And listen, I think the Bears will be better than we're expecting them to be. I am not low on the Bears. I personally think they have the potential to finish second at its highest. And my prediction is they end up third in their division. I think Justin Fields is going to have a better year than we're expecting. I don't think he's going to break out. But he's going to exceed, and it'll be hard because his offensive line is not there. We're going to see a Joe Burrow-esque rookie year from Justin Fields. And a lot of people may not remember because who was watching the Bengals in 2020. But Joe Burrow had an amazing start to his rookie year. He was exceeding Justin Herbert's numbers. 
before he got injured, but obviously that ended. So we'll have to see if Justin Fields can overcome that bad offensive line and, and have a breakout year. But I'm expecting him to be better than expected. But the 49ers are going to win this game uh, pretty undoubtedly. Uh, I expect this to be a blowout. I expect the 49ers to be an amazing team this year. Moving into, obviously, everyone at this point has to know my team's matchup. My Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers have a lot of questions surrounding them. Will it be Kenny Pickett? Will it be Trubisky? It looks like it's going to be Trubisky for week one. I personally think it should be Trubisky for the whole season. I'm a big Trubisky believer. I think he actually is a good quarterback if he has a good team, but his offensive line is not good on the Steelers. So he'll have some support in terms of weapons and defense, but man, is he going to be getting chased around that field? And you know who's hopefully not going to get chased around the field is Joe Burrow. Obviously, the Bengals made a bunch of moves on the offensive line this offseason, and this will be the first real test if it helped. Obviously, the Steelers have one of the toughest D-lines in the NFL with TJ Watt and Cameron Hayward. So there will be a lot of questions being answered in this game, I think. And I think the questions are going to go the Bengals' way. Now, obviously, I'm not going to predict us to go 17-0, although I wish I could. But I think the Steelers are a very easy opponent. I still think they'll have a good season. But the Bengals have officially become the big brother. And you heard that right, Steelers fans. You are officially the little brother now. And yes, I want to hear the comments about you only had one year. Whatever. But yes, I got the Bengals. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I like, like the Eagles wins, I think it's going to be pretty convincing. Next up, we personally have my matchup of the week, which is between the Patriots and the Dolphins. Not because I'm expecting too much from either of these teams, but I think it is the most even matched game this week. So the Patriots last year made the playoffs, didn't really lose anybody, didn't really add anybody besides JC Jackson, who obviously will be a big loss in that defense. But they're around the same team that we saw last year, and that team made the playoffs. The Dolphins, of course, added Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs, but the big question is, can Tua get the ball to him? Now, a lot of people are huge on the Dolphins. They're a very famous pick to win the Super Bowl, uh, but I'm just not that high on them. I think Tua is good, but I don't think Tua is great, and I am a big believer that the NFL is a quarterback game, and without it, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. Now, I don't think Mac Jones is insanely superior to Tua, but I do think he is better, and I do think the Patriots have a better defense than the Dolphins, uh, and I think that's what's going to prevail in this. Now, obviously, the Dolphins could blast off and have a great year, and I am just bad at reading this stuff, but I'm personally going to pick the Patriots in this game I think they just are a little bit more ready for this season than the Dolphins are. But obviously the NFL likes blockbusters, so that may be the outcome of this game. Next up, we got we got the Browns and the Panthers. I, I don't care about either of these teams. The only thing I care about is that Baker Mayfield throws the Browns out of this stadium. I'm not a Baker believer. I don't like Baker that much. But he did get screwed over, and obviously he's a much better person 
it, it, like ex exponentially than uh, the eventual Browns quarterback later in the season, who I will not name for the rest of the season. I hope everybody knows. Uh, we will not be saying his name. Now, the Panthers are not a good team. Uh, the Browns, in my opinion, are also not a good team. So this will not be a fun matchup at all. But I am going to pick the Panthers. Um, I may uh, potentially pick the Browns to go 0-17 this year. That's, that's how much they pissed me off. Uh, and the Browns are just never good anyways, uh, even without him. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers in this game. I obviously wish a healthy season for Christian McCaffrey as well, knock on wood. Uh, because I know he can be amazing, and I, I want to see that come out, because that could be an X-factor for the Panthers this year in a, outside of the Bucks, somewhat weak division in the NFC South. And I'm going to be honest, uh, a bit of a weak conference in the NFC. Next up, we got the Colts and the Texans. I'm not going to spend too much time on this game. I don't believe too much in the Colts, but I know that they are good enough to beat the Texans. When you have Jonathan Taylor and you have Michael Pittman Jr., and honestly, I do think a bit of an upgrade in Matt Ryan mixed with that defense, you're going to be able to beat a team like the Texans. I think the Texans are going to have a very similar year to the one they had last year, where they're not the worst team in the NFL, but they are definitely in the bottom five. I think they'll stick there, but I do think Davis Mills may prove a few people wrong this season. I think he's better than we're expecting him to be. He is definitely not the 32nd best quarterback in the NFL. Next up, we have a very similar game in the Saints and the Falcons. I actually put the Saints and the Colts in the exact same tier and probably the Falcons and the Texans together as well. The Saints, they could be a fringe playoff team. They could be a very average team. The Falcons, I'm expecting to be a bottom five NFL team this year with no Calvin Ridley playing and Matt Ryan obviously gone. This team doesn't have a direction right now. They are in full rebuild mode. Now, I do hope for a great year from Kyle Pitts, but for those who don't know, the Saints are my second favorite team. They're kind of my default if I don't get to root for the Bengals. Maybe they're not playing or they didn't make the playoffs, which was very frequent back in the day. So I am going to pick the Saints to win this game. I'm still not expecting them to be a playoff contender, but I do think they'll beat the Falcons. Next up, we got the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Jets. Now, obviously, the Jets do not have Zach Wilson going into this game, so they will have Joe Flacco, who, if you do not remember, is an ex-Raven, took them to a Super Bowl victory. So, a bit of a revenge game. I wouldn't really call it that, but I guess since it is a weaker revenge game, we'll just put it in there. So, Joe Flacco versus the Ravens. This is also not really a competition. I don't really have much hope for the Jets. I think they're in a tough division. They're in an even tougher conference. They're going to have a tough time this year, even though they are going in the right direction. I think Sauce Gardner was a great pick in the draft, and I think they are building something young and good uh, up there in New York. So I am going to pick the Ravens because I think Lamar is going to have a great year. Now, obviously, I can't say I'm going to predict them to win the division because they're in the same division as the Bengals, but I do think the Ravens are going to have an exponentially better year than they did last year. Next up, we got 
Also, a very boring matchup. Uh, it's the Jaguars and the Commanders. I don't expect either of these teams to do anything. I expect them both to make jumps from where they were last year. The Jags obviously spent a lot of money on not the best people, but if you spend a lot of money, you're getting better. And the Commanders obviously got an upgrade, in my opinion, at quarterback in Carson Wentz. I think a lot of people forget that Carson Wentz was a big part of the Colts having a pretty decent year. Now, obviously, he did kind of cost them going to the playoffs last year after losing to the Jaguars. Uh, but Carson Wentz is still a quality starter in the NFL. Now, he's definitely on the bottom half, but I don't think he's close to bottom eight. So I do think Carson Wentz is going to help the Commanders be better this season. I still hate that name. I, I think it was a bad name change. But I do have the Jags winning this game. I think the Jags spent money, which makes them better. Adding Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram uh, to this team makes them a lot better. Obviously, their number one pick, Tavon Walker. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to make a big jump without Urban Meyer as a head coach on this team. So I personally have the Jaguars winning this game. I don't see it as an upset. Uh, I think this game is a very 40-60, 50-50 type game. Next up, we have a division matchup between the Green Bay Packers now without Devontae Adams versus the Minnesota Vikings. I am not expecting either of these teams to be Super Bowl contenders, but I do think these are the two teams fighting at the top of their division with the Packers and the Vikings. I think the Packers take a huge drop off without Devontae Adams on this roster. They're still the same team, just one man less, but in my opinion, it is the best receiver in the NFL in Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers, I still think, will will do good. Uh, but without a receiver of that caliber, I don't think he competes for another MVP. And I personally think it's time for the Vikings to become the big brother of this division. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about it when we get into my playoff predictions right after these Week 1 predictions. But I do have the Vikings winning this game. Uh, they are at home. You know, it's not at Lambeau. So I like the Vikings here, uh, but it will be a great game. I think a lot of questions about the Packers this season will be answered. Will they still be the same old Packers, or was Devontae Adams that important to the team? Next up, we got the Giants and the Titans. Obviously, the Titans lost both of their main receivers in Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, but they still have the best running back in the NFL, and yes, I believe that foolheartedly Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL and he's going to prove it to everybody this week one against the Giants. I'm not expecting anything from the Giants this season and that is why the Titans are going to prove that they are still the best team in their division. I'm really tired of people saying that they're not. Ryan Tannehill is still a quality starter in the NFL. He's not the best nowhere near but he can still help you win football games and Derrick Henry is a force to be reckoned with. The Titans are going to roll through the Giants, and I still think they are going to be a playoff contender this year, even though a lot of people are picking the Colts to win the AFC South. All right, we got a great game coming up on one of the Sunday afternoon games between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers, two traitors to their old cities. Um, but these two teams added a lot of pieces this offseason the Raiders obviously got Chandler Jones and their big pickup Devontae Adams the Chargers added 
Khalil Mack. They added J.C. Jackson. Uh, there's a few names that I'm obviously forgetting here that were huge in their pickups this offseason. But the Chargers and the Raiders are revamped. The Chargers were obviously one game out of the playoffs last year. The Raiders did make the playoffs to eventually lose to the Bengals in the wildcard round. So they're both looking to make the playoffs here. They're very contending, but only one of them can win this week one matchup. And I don't know if anyone can consider it, but I think a lot of people are high on the Chargers. So screw it. This is my... And that is because I am taking the Las Vegas Raiders here. I think the Raiders were a great team last year. They somehow beat a lot of adversity with our coaching and front office and some players getting into some trouble last year and made the playoffs after beating the Chargers in their season finale. And they added the best receiver in the NFL. So Derek Carr is going to have even more to throw to as long as he's not running around the field because their offensive line let's be honest, is the worst in the NFL. They have officially overtaken the Bengals. Uh, so as long as he's not running for his life, he has two great receivers in Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams, and he still has Darren Waller there. And Josh Jacobs is still a very middle of the pack of a slightly above average running back, in my opinion. So there's a lot of weapons there, as long as the offensive line can just hold for a few seconds. Uh, and the defense is going to have a lot of questions, but... I personally have the Raiders in here as my upset. Next up, we got the Chiefs and the Cardinals. The Chiefs, a lot of questions around the Chiefs. Will they be the same without Tyreek Hill? They still have Travis Kelsey. They added Juju Smith-Schuster. And the defense, what's going to be up with the defense? Obviously, you lose Tyron Matthew, who was kind of like the, the stone, the backbone of your defense. Will they be the same team? Will Patrick Mahomes be the same quarterback without Tyreek Hill on the team? And then the Cardinals, uh, it's mostly just surrounding Kyler Murray. Will he be able to show up this year if they do make the playoffs? We know regular season Kyler Murray is a different beast. No one can control him. But we know once he reaches those playoffs, he hasn't had his best success. I'm personally going with the Chiefs here. Uh, I do think the Cardinals are going to be really good. I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, but I think the Chiefs are a bit of a tier above the Cardinals in this case. I'm more curious to see the Chiefs' division matchups this year. I want to see them play the Chargers and the Raiders and the Broncos and see how they respond to those type of moments. And obviously, I'm excited for the Chiefs and Bengals game later in the season. Then we move into our Sunday night game, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, a game that I hate. Uh, I don't like either of these teams. Tom Brady should have retired. I don't like the Cowboys, even though I only live about three hours away from their stadium. Um, but yeah, Tom Brady should have retired, uh, but he didn't. And I know not to bet against Tom Brady. So even though I have a little bit of a hope uh, that the Cowboys will probably make the playoffs this year. I am going to have to pick the Buccaneers here. You can't bet against Tom Brady. That's a lesson we've all learned. Although, we always continue, like I do this season, to pray for his downfall. Moving into our final matchup, our Monday night football game. Now, you may be wondering, Phoenix, where is your lock of the week? We've all been waiting for it. Well, here it is. It is my lock of the week, the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. The Denver Broncos are winning this game. Russell Wilson is coming back for a revenge game against the Seahawks as he was traded to the Broncos this past offseason. Now, 
controversial, uh, possibly cold, possibly hot take. Uh, the Broncos are not going to be good this season. Um, they are going to be better than they were last season, but they are still the worst team in the AFC West, and I want that to be known. Um, Russell Wilson is going to add a lot to this team, and they're obviously going to beat the Seahawks, who I predict to be, in my opinion, the worst team in the NFL this season. They have no, literally no bright spots besides maybe DK Metcalf. Um, so I do predict the Broncos to win this game. It is my lock of the week, but I'm not predicting too much out of the Broncos this season. All right, let's get into my playoff predictions for this NFL season. Let's go ahead and start off with the NFC. Uh, in the NFC, let's talk about the NFC East first. Uh, I have big hopes for the Philadelphia Eagles this season. I do think the Cowboys will be very competitive. They will be the two teams fighting at the top while the Giants and Commanders are at the bottom. So it's going to come down to those two, and I think some of their matchups will be detrimental to choosing who the winner is. But I'm personally going to pick the Eagles. I do think the Cowboys will still be good, but the Eagles are making moves in the right direction. They have a great-looking offense this season, and their defense ain't half bad either. So I'm going to go ahead with the Eagles pulling out in the NFC East. In the NFC South, I think this is a runaway division. I do believe the Saints will be better than they were last season, and I know that was a fringe playoff team, but the Bucks still ran away with the division, and they're going to do the same this year. They're still a great team. They still have great pieces, and they added a few more over the offseason, and the main part, they still have Tom Brady. So the Bucks are taking the NFC South. In the NFC North earlier, I talked about how the Vikings may have the chance of becoming the big brother this season over the Green Bay Packers, but that's not what it's going to look like in my playoff predictions. I do still have the Packers winning this division. Now, if the Vikings or any team in the NFC North was a little bit stronger, I would be very convinced to take them, but I just don't think any of the three other teams in this division made a big enough jump in the offseason to convince me that they're going to beat the Packers. Um, so I do have the Packers taking the NFC North. Moving on to the NFC West. I got some big predictions here. I think this is going to be a three-team division as we're all predicting it to be between the 49ers, Cardinals, and Rams. Obviously, the Seahawks will probably be left behind in the dust. Um... But I personally have the 49ers winning the division. I do not think they're the best team in this division. But based off their schedule strength and how everything works out, I am a big believer that Trey Lance will be a better option than Jimmy Garoppolo. So I have the 49ers pulling out the NFC West. To finish out my wildcard teams, I do have two NFC West teams in here. The Los Angeles Rams are going to go ahead and take the fifth seed for me. I still think they're going to have a great record, but I think the 49ers will have one of the best records in the NFL. So the Rams will have a hard time keeping up with that, but they still will be the top wildcard team. Number six seed, I have the Dallas Cowboys. As I said, I still think they'll be very competitive in this uh, division against the Eagles, and that will lead them in a playoff spot. Now, they will have a hard matchup no matter where they go. But the Cowboys are going to pull out a playoff berth here, in my opinion. There's just not enough competition in the NFC uh, to really put them out. And number seven is the Cardinals. Now, I'm really high on the Cardinals, but the six teams that I have above them are better than them roster-wise. 
And let's be honest, Kyler Murray does have a lot of questions this year. So I think moving in at the seventh seed is a great spot for them. It's for him to prove. It's it's low expectations. There's a lot of people not putting the Cardinals in their playoff uh, predictions this year. But I'm going to go ahead and do it. I believe that they're still going to be good this season. But I do have them at the bottom of the playoff picture. And that wraps up my NFC. Some teams that may sneak in there that stand out to me are the Saints and... I mean, maybe the Vikings, uh, but the Saints are going to be probably that A seed sitting around. But I do think these roster wise are the best seven teams in the NFC. Moving on to the AFC, I think no matter what team comes out of the AFC leading to the Super Bowl is going to win the Super Bowl. This uh, conference is stacked. Uh, these are just good team after good team after good team. I really think there's only about three or four teams that I'm not even considering uh, to make a playoff berth. Maybe even two, now that I'm really looking at it. Uh, the Texans and the Jets are really the only team that have 0% chance of making the playoffs, in my opinion. Starting with the AFC East, uh, I do think this is going to be dominated by the Buffalo Bills. But I definitely see a world where there is some competition, and I think there's going to be huge competition in that second and third place between the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. But as basically every analyst in the world will predict, I think the Bills will move into that AFC East champion chair once again, uh, as they have for the last few years. So, Buffalo Bills, you are officially now the king of the AFC East you can put it down on everybody. I'm picking, I am picking them to win the AFC East. Moving into the AFC South, a surprisingly interesting uh, division between two teams that are big dark horses as picks to make the playoffs slash get far in the playoffs. Uh, this is obviously a two-team division between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I like I said earlier, I do think the Colts will be better than last season. But I still think they have the same outcome. I don't have them making the playoffs this year. And I really think whoever wins the AFC South will be the only team from that division making it into the playoffs. And I gotta pick the Titans. I'm sorry, besides losing their number one wide receiver, which uh, so did the Chiefs and we're giving them Super Bowl predictions. Uh, let's not forget that the Titans were the number one seed last year, regular season or not. They were still one of the best teams and that was without Derrick Henry half of the year. And now they have Derrick Henry back. As long as he stays healthy, I think the Titans easily make the playoffs this year and win their division. Now for the AFC North, I think we all know where I'm going in this direction. Uh, the Bengals are going to win this division. And it's not because I'm biased. I genuinely think roster-wise, this is the best team in the AFC North. The Ravens are going to provide heavy competition obviously with a fully healthy squad again this year so i do think they'll provide a healthy amount of competition for the bengals but they they are but the bengals are going to win it out i believe uh i don't see the browns as competition and i do see the steelers taking a bit of a step back uh considering some of the moves they made this offseason so i do have the bengals winning the afc north Moving on to the AFC West is probably my most controversial take uh, out of this entire episode and maybe the entire season. I'm picking the Las Vegas Raiders to win the AFC West. 
I know that this is one of the toughest divisions in no, it is. It's the toughest division in the NFL. You have the Broncos, you have the Chiefs, you have the Chargers, and you have the Raiders. Let's not forget that the Raiders did make the playoffs last year, and they were only a couple games behind the Chiefs. Now, obviously, the Broncos got better. I still don't think they're playoff contenders. The Chargers got exponentially better. I think they're very, very edge competitors if they do not win their division. Chiefs, the team they were only a couple games behind record-wise last season, lost a huge piece. What did the Raiders do? They added a ginormous, ginormous piece in Devontae Adams and a very underrated signing in Chandler Jones, in my opinion. The Raiders, in my opinion, have the best weapons in this division. And I, like I said, I am very heavily supportive that the NFL is based off the main positions. If you have a good quarterback, you will be good. All four of these teams in the division have a good quarterback. If you have a good running back, you will be good. The Raiders have a good running back. The Chiefs do not. And the Broncos have not a proven running back. So that just leaves the Raiders and the Chargers wide receivers, and a tight end. The Raiders have both of that. The Chargers have a wide receiver. The Broncos, I don't personally think they have either. And the Chiefs have a not proven wide receiver core, but an amazing tight end. So those are the big positions to me. Those are if you have weapons and you have someone who can throw to them. Now, obviously the Raiders have a lot of questions and a lot of weak spots in their roster, but I personally have them winning the ASC West that could go really wrong for me, or that could go really right for me. Now, rounding out the final three wildcard teams in the AFC, at number five, I do have the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I'm not expecting them to be the team that they have been, you know, the last three to four years, but I am expecting them to still be good, and they are going to be a playoff contender, and the team that faces off against them in the playoffs should be extremely terrified of them, because Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, everybody. Um, he's still a great quarterback, and he's going to still prove to be, and he still has an amazing target to throw to in Travis Kelsey. At number six, I do have the Ravens. I think if this team stays healthy, it's a terrifying team to play against. Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback, everybody. I want people to remember that. Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback. Now, he does not have many weapons to throw to. That is the danger with this team. We know the defense is going to be good. We know they have the best kicker in the NFL, and we know that Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback, or at least we should. The big question is, are his weapons going to be able to provide? I personally think they'll be enough to provide a playoff berth for them, but I do not see the Ravens in any way as a Super Bowl contender this year. Actually, in my opinion, if you are facing the Ravens in the first round, you probably lucked out pretty heavily outside of maybe the winner of the AFC South. And in my final spot in the AFC, I am going to put the Chargers. The only reason is I just don't see any other team in the AFC on the level of the Chargers. You obviously have the Dolphins and the Patriots and the Broncos, but I just, I, I don't see a world where either of those teams competes with the roster that the Chargers do. Justin Herbert is a top six, maybe top seven quarterback in the NFL, and he's, he's going to prove to a lot of people that he can make the playoffs, and he's added the pieces now. Well, he hasn't, but the Chargers front office has added the pieces I think they need to make them a playoff contender, and I think they squeeze right in there at the final spot. 
Now, seeding-wise, let's just go through it really quickly. At the NFC, I have the Bucks at number one, the Packers at number two, only because of this specific reason. The 49ers I have at three, and that's just because they have to face the Cardinals and the Rams twice this season. I don't think the Packers are better than the 49ers or the Eagles, but the 49ers do have to face some pretty tough teams this year. I have the Eagles at number four. I'm always going to pick the NFC East team at number four just because I believe it's the weakest division in the NFC. And obviously I said the Rams at five, Cowboys at six, Cardinals at seven. In the AFC, I have the Bills at number one, and that is basically for the same reason I had the Packers at two. I think the Bengals and Raiders just would have much more tougher opponents inside of their division that they have to play twice compared to the Bills having to play the Patriots and the Jets twice and the Dolphins who could provide some problems, but I don't think many for the Bills. So I have them at number one. At number two, I have the Bengals. Uh, I think same reason I do think the Raiders are a bit of a better team but they have to face their division twice to whereas the Bengals their main competition is going to be facing the the Ravens twice this season so I think the Bengals end up better than they were last season at number two at number three is where I'm going to put the Raiders just like with the NFC I think the AFC South is the weakest division so I'm gonna put their team last in terms of the division winners so the Raiders hold out that number three spot while the Ravens Wait. So the Raiders hold out that number three spot, winning the AFC West, while the Titans finish out the division winners at number four. And as I said, Chiefs hold five, Ravens at six, and Chargers at seven. So those are my playoff predictions. If they're exactly right, you'll have to come back here and tell me. Obviously, I'll know because I have them written down. But I want to thank you guys. That is going to be the end of today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. It's good to be back, uh, and I'm glad that I'm going to be posting consistently again because I did really miss it, and uh, I think this is going to be a very fun adventure that we all get to go on. So I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Uh, I will see you guys on Tuesday when all of the NFL games have officially concluded. So I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Get out of here!